Let's hunt a passage. Did you use the shoe, sir? Folks, we're going on grid. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I got great news, guys. Oh. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thank you very much, Yang. Hey, everybody. I'm Cam Stool with your Sports Grid News and Medic update. Time to get on the grid, everybody. The NFL trade deadline coming gone, 4 p.m. Eastern. All the big names staying put. No deals. Rumors Le'Veon Bell might be traded. He stays. Trent Williams, Darius Slay, Chris Harris, and Jamal Adams, the top targets, not going anywhere. But this just in, Washington Redskins left tackle Trent Williams has ended his holdout with the team after the trade deadline, and he has reported. There were a few minor moves. The L.A. Rams have dealt veteran corner, a keep to leave, and a fifth-round pick to the Miami Dolphins in exchange for an undisclosed draft pick. Tlaib on the IR and is owed $4.23 million for the rest of the NFL season. This deal likely a salary dump in order to get newly acquired corner Jalen Ramsey an extension. The Dolphins now 19 draft picks over the next two seasons. The Bengals are going to go in another direction. It looks like the Andy Dalton era is done. Cincinnati benching veteran quarterback Andy Dalton for rookie Ryan Finley, sources telling the NFL Network. Finley is expected to receive his first career start in Week 10 against the Baltimore Ravens following the Bengals' Week 9 bye. Dalton has started all but eight games since since he drafted him, 35th overall from TCU in 2011. He is tied for the franchise lead in passing touchdowns and ranked second in career passing yards. Dalton led the Bengals to five straight playoff bursts from 2011 to 2015, but these guys failed to win a single game. The 32-year-old never among the NFL's elite, uh, and his uh, play has regressed slowly over the past three years. He's uh, completed 60% of passes, nine touchdowns, eight interceptions for the winless Bengals. It's likely Finley will start for the rest of the year. He was a fourth-round pick out of NC State. Based on initial tests on his injured neck, Denver Broncos quarterback Joe Flacco could be out five to six weeks, this according to the NFL Network. Flacco is unlikely to undergo surgery, and his career not in jeopardy, but he still might have to be placed on the IR. Fourth-year quarterback Brandon Allen, a six-round pick of the Jags in 2016. He will get his first career start for Denver at home versus the Cleveland Browns. Drew Locke remains on the IR with a thumb injury. The Dolphins uh, placing cornerback Xavier Howard on IR after he suffered a knee injury during Monday Night Football's loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Howard did not suffer an ACL or MCL injury, but the Dolphins taking no chances when it comes to their talented defender. Miami making Howard the highest-paid cornerback in the NFL this offseason, signing him to a five-year, $76.5 million extension in May. Game six of the World Series, finally, tonight it goes down in Houston. The road team so far a perfect 5-0 in this series. Unreal. The Astros, too, after being down 2 to nothing, have won three straight. Just one win away from clinching the World Series title. Astros laying a buck 80 tonight. Washington plus 160 total. Seven and a half. Strasburg gets the call for the Nets, and, and he says he's feeling good. Verlander gets the call for the Astros. Uh, Nats famous don't drop the beer guy in attendance as well. He got free tickets for tonight's game by simply not dropping beers. First five innings line, Houston minus 150, total three and a half. Just three in the NBA tonight, 7.30 action. Atlanta at Miami, Heat minus eight, 224 is your total. 9 p.m. Dallas at Denver. The Nuggets laying five, 214. 10.30 action late, late late night game. Memphis at the L.A. Lakers. Lakers minus 11 and a half, 218. College news. The NCAA Board of Governors voted unanimously to have its three divisions propose policy changes that would let student-athletes benefit from their name, image, and likeness. The NCAA now tasked with making changes to their bylaws no later than January 2021. NHL. 
Nashville Predators have signed defenseman Roman Josie to an eight-year extension worth $72 million. He's now the third highest paid blue liner in the league. Uh, Colorado Avalanche star Gabe Landeskog out indefinitely with a lower body injury. He has seven points in 11 games this year. Busy night, 7 o'clock, San Jose at Boston. Bruins minus 226. Washington at Toronto, Leafs minus 135, 6.5. Philly and Pittsburgh, Pens minus 55 cents, 6.5 is your total. Calgary at Carolina, Canes laying 50 cents, total 6, 730. Tampa Bay minus 225 at the Rangers, 6.5 is your total. Edmonton minus 125 at Detroit, 6. Chicago and Nashville, Preds big favorites, minus 210, 6 total. 830, Mini at Dallas, Stars minus 150, low total of and at 10 o'clock, Winnipeg and Anaheim. Ducks, quack, 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 minus 115, 5.5 MLS Western Conference Final, 10 p.m. Seattle at LAFC, LAFC minus 275. The draw, plus 375. And Seattle on the upset, plus 700. Teams to advance, LAFC minus 600. Seattle plus 400. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage. In hour one, we'll talk to our friend Mike Blewett. Talk about the NFL trade deadline, day, World Series, and a whole lot more. So stay tuned, everybody. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage on Sports Grid is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions has begun. Red Heat and Rage. I'm Marenzi. Get on the grid. Zumo TV channel 719, of course, SportsGrid, SportsGrid.com. Uh, let's uh, roll iHeartRadio and all that other stuff. Uh, we've got uh, World Series Baseball uh, this evening. World Series uh, Baseball, the Houston Astros will have champagne uh, on ice. And uh, the Washington Nationals will try to extend this to seven games. Justin Verlander looking for his first ever World Series win as uh, Verlander has struggled in his last couple of starts, uh, you got to believe that uh, Washington does have a, a puncher's chance uh, tonight. As just as it really didn't mean anything, as far as uh, the series was concerned, when Washington was up uh, two nothing, it's not like Washington are going there just to to show up. They're not the Washington Generals; they're the uh, Washington Nationals. The raging redhead Cam Stewart with us. We got uh, Mike Blewett, big man on campus. What's going on, Cam? Not much, Gabe. Uh, happy that uh, you went to a sporting event uh, with somebody else, getting your win last night with the Knicks comeback. Uh, good stuff. Football game. We middled it. Uh, my hockey picks weren't so hot. The totals were good. Uh, the sides were horrible. But I, all in all, a good night thanks to that football game. We hit everything, buddy, and it's nice to see the Knicks come back for you. Barrett, no points in the first quarter, but he gets 19. Nice little uh, sweep of the board there, Marenzi. Good night. Yeah, it was uh, quite the night last night. In fact, you know, I don't know. I think uh, the the, uh, the tide is turning. I was at the Raptor game. The Raptors covered by uh, half a point in overtime. I'm at the New the York Knicks game. I had the Knicks plus two. Uh, they're down by 18 points. They come back. Uh, they win the game. And uh, great story. Uh, we told a bit of it on the morning show uh, today. But I went to the game with Paul Bovey. And uh, Paul Bovey has season tickets. And uh, Bovey's got a partner you know, that sort of handles the business here in New York, um, you know, for the season tickets. And Paul hasn't been to a game in years, and it turns out uh, his business partner hasn't been to a game, uh, you know, he went to like one or two games last year. He's like, he just can't take it. He's freaking diehard, this guy. He didn't even want to go uh, last night because it kills him. Like, you know what I mean? He loves the Knicks. He wants it, like, to be great again. But he's like, all right, all right, I'll go. So, you know, they had great seats. I tweeted out the picture. It's about basically, you know, 
12, 12th row up, sort of like, you know, in the corner. Great view cam. I was already like, wow, these seats are great. But, you know, say what you will about the New York Knicks, but each season ticket holder has, you have your own hostess cam. So basically, nice. Paul Bovey, you know, communicates. So basically, if you have a problem, you have a request, or, you know, there's a lot of events for uh, season ticket holders and stuff. So... Paul told her, yeah, I'm coming to my first game in, in a couple of years. I'm on the East Coast. So she actually called us uh, at halftime. She called Paul, and she said, listen, I'm right outside your section right now. Um, I've got three tickets in the front row, courtside. So we got upgraded to the front row. But not just – I've sat courtside before. I've sat in the first couple of rows. Me and Garner once were kind of like in the corner – you know, on the floor, but uh, this was courtside, courtside, uh, Cam. So RJ Barrett hit the prop right in front of me. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Let's roll. Game time decisions. Ready to rage. I'm Renzi. Cam Stewart uh, with us. So we got Mike Blue. It'll join us in about uh, 10, uh, 15 minutes uh, time. Big man on campus. A little bit later on, later night in the NBA uh, this evening. Uh, we've got NHL hockey on uh, on the board. And, of course, we've got the World Series uh, this evening. Uh, NHL, um, NFL trade deadline came and uh, went, and uh, the NFL yep. trade deadline is a lot like the NHL trade deadline. Nothing ever happens <laughs> except Overrated. the NFL, like the, 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 yeah, the NHL is actually active <laughs> next to the NFL, yeah. but every year it's the same thing. It's the NFL trade deadline. People hype it up and then act surprised when nothing ever happens. Exactly. Like, you know, NFL general you managers, really like, the problem with the NFL is, yeah, sorry, yeah, I was like just going to say, you really think thing, Le'Veon Kim. Bell is going to get traded? Like, see, some of these reports today, I do the updates, Gabe. Well, the I'm problem like is. Like, it's brutal. Like, it's just all speculation and nonsense. But continue. Now, the problem is, in the NFL, when you got, like, such complicated contracts and a salary cap the way that it is, yep. it's impossible to make trades, right? You know, I guarantee you there was, like, six teams that would have said, yeah, we'll get Le'Veon Bell. But... You know, they're like, yeah, but we've got this contract to deal with. We've got that contract uh, to deal with. That's why everything always happens in the offseason um, in, in, um, in the NFL. And even in the NBA, like these leagues with salary caps, it's going to happen in the offseason because you need – it's not even sports anymore. You need like 15 capologists and a bunch of, you know, nerds and math guys and stuff <laughs> to, uh, to uh, sit down. Yeah, nerds to sit down and and figure out you know the the capology uh, of it all. I have a cousin actually. Her husband, I believe, works for the Montreal Canadiens. 
I don't talk to He's them. The I've got nothing against them, but I'm a busy man. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like – you know, he's a numbers guy and stuff, but you tell him, I work for the Montreal Canadiens and stuff. And he really doesn't work for the Canadiens, but he works for, like, a law firm. He works for, a, like, a law firm that crunches the Canadiens' cap. Like, you know, you really think, like, Mark Bergevin is up there, Cam, like, carrying over $82 <laughs> million, carried over by six and times four and, like, you know, like... Like, like, you know, like, think about it. Like, a guy like Ludzie and Dud- uh, Dudley and stuff, they don't know anything about salary cops. Like, they, they understand, all right, you can spend this much money, but you get into, like, the whole, you know, what, what it's worth per year. You know, you could bail on it, and we could save this much this year. It's basically like being an accountant. Like, all these pro sports teams yep. have accountants now. So it's basically sure. sort of like it's the analytics. It's killed, it's killed trades. There's not going to be trades. Now, the other big story is the NCAA, and this is uh, pretty nice of them, actually, isn't it? Uh, And I say that sarcastically. The NCAA announces that they will allow college athletes to profit from their name, image, and likeness. Uh, The NCAA Board of Governors announced in a release that it is directing all three divisions to immediately consider updates to relevant bylaws and policies uh, for the 21st uh, century. (laughs) Basically... They, they were a million freaking percent against this. Yeah, Up I know. until about a week ago when they realized they're screwed and it'll get a hell of a lot worse. So the NCAA actually look good right now. They're like, you know, we support people's right and all this type of stuff. It's like, no, you don't. You're not doing this willingly. It took, like, law changes and you're serious threats for you to do this. But if you think about it, the NCAA wins in this. Now, people will stop bitching about it and say, oh, they make money on their own. And secondly, Cam, the NCAA is not giving them anything still. <laughs> like, oh, I know. Of, like, That's the best thing. The NCAA did a good job of, like, shifting this. You guys are sure still did. keeping billions of dollars. Like, you know, yeah, good for you. All right, I can sell my likeness. Yeah, but what about that, like, $4 billion? <laughs> Like, the NCAA, exactly. very slick of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, we support you guys making money. Not us giving it to you. Other people giving it to you. This is the same turkeys when last week when California said they were going to pay their athletes in that state said, this is horrible. We can't have athletes doing this. You said it, a complete 360. Now everybody's on board. They knew exactly what you said. The ship is sinking, but... Gabe, the percentile of what these people are going to make in comparison, you talked about it, the revenues they pull in, the TV deals, these kids, some of them don't even go. What is it? Uh, the Jerry Rice commercial. Yeah, under 2% of these kids are going to make it pro. You know what I mean? Like, And education's not enough for what, what these guys are actually making. And great point. This is actually, yeah, the NCAA looks good, but if people remember what happened ago, a couple days ago, these guys were flipping out and freaking out. Now it's like, yeah, they, they did a total reversal, totally put on the brakes, but yeah, it's optics. They had to get uh, with the world, buddy. It, the world's changing, man. They don't want to be left uh, behind. Right, Gabe? Well, you see, Mark Few, Mark Few two weeks ago went all political on this and uh, basically called, like, Gavin Newsom, who's the, uh, not the singer of Bush, but the uh, governor of California, <laughs> Gavin Newsom. <laughs> Gavin Ross, Gavin Rossdale's um, the singer of Bush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I always confuse the two of them. <laughs> Newsom. 
They kind of look they kind of look the same too, which is even kind of weird. Uh, but anyways, Mark yeah. Mark Few Mark Few the the Gonzaga coach like basically said, "Ah, oh, you know, this guy's just, you know, leftist, wants to give everything away and it's not realistic and stuff." And Coach Shashevsky of Duke is way on board with this. Coach Shashevsky's actually like, "Oh yeah, 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 we should do this because he knows what's going to happen now, Cam. This little People, it's like everything is a ripple effect, right? It's like an ecosystem. Darren Rovell took a lot of heat when he said this is going to get crazy and it's going to be horrible for college sports. It's not going to get horrible for college sports, but it's going to really separate, Cam, the big-time schools and programs and everyone else. Like, Mark Few doesn't like this because if you're a kid, Cam, you're a top recruit, it's like, yeah, I could play at Gonzaga, and I could sell my own jersey. I could do personal appearances. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to make a hell of a lot more money with my own uh, merchandise deal if I sign with Duke. Duke or North Carolina. I'll be on T- yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you're yeah, Kentucky, sure. North, you're laughing. You're laughing. Yeah. All these businesses now get attached to that program by going through the kid for, like, a couple of hundred thousand dollars. So, basically, it makes it even harder for a mid-major now, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't have point. the, yep. it's sort of like him, it's sort of like, they only have a local car dealer. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'll go to Wichita State, who's going to pay me? All right, the local steakhouse will pay me. It's sort of like, think like a radio host, Cam. All right? Obviously, you're going to make more money in a bigger market. Right. right? With your Correct. with your, with your your endorsement deals. Like, John Oakley wouldn't be making the same thing if he was the big big shot in Ames, Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. That's right. So going to the Sizzler like, instead of Harbor Sixty Steak. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, John, yeah, so here's, just here's, imagine here's for the Golden Corral. Oh, no, dude. If I was playing for like North Carolina and stuff, I'd be, I'd already have an agent like right away. I'd be on this, and I'd be like, listen, I play for the Tar Heels. We're not doing, like, crap stuff, like BMW, Lexus. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, you sort of set by the program you go to. You're setting the price by the program. And another thing is the program's going to do wink, wink. We're going to get you a lot of deals, son. (laughs) So it really, there really is going to be a shift, and the big boys are really just going to really just be even bigger right now. So you know what? That's capitalism because that's just like the real world. Right? The rich just got richer, Cam. That's what happened. Yeah, you said it. Gone are the George Masons of the world. The The thing about Gonzaga, it's really interesting with their program too, Gabe, because we've been following this. They used to be a Cinderella story, and then due to popularity and being that Cinderella and playing in a crappy West Coast conference, they got the, you know, they get guys who go to the NBA and stuff. But you're right. Now, you have to factor in these other schools. It's still a disadvantage for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wants to be like, go to a Jesuit school in Washington State? Not many compared to North Carolina, Duke, UCLA, you know? Exactly. Another thing is, though, not many kids are going to make money. Out of, like, college basketball players, there will probably be about 50 of them that are making money. Literally. That's it. Game time decisions. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. With NBA season in full swing, you can dunk your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros and handle drafting with the DailyRoto.com optimizer. The most accurate projections in the NBA DFS. Plus, you get live alert, breaking news, late swaps, and a whole lot more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. And remember, guys, follow us on YouTube and Instagram at SportsGridTV. Back to you, Gabe. All right, uh, well, Mike Blewett uh, join us uh, momentarily. Countdown is on uh, right now. World Series, Game 6. Justin Verlander, surprisingly and amazingly enough, has actually never won a World Series start before. In fact, he's got like the fourth worst DRA in uh, World Series uh, history. 0-5 record with a 5-7 fear and run average and six World Series starts. Uh, his teams are 1-5 in the World Series. And you know what's amazing, actually? Verlander has left. Oh, yeah, he's never pitched. You know, no one's going to pitch a complete game anymore in the World Series. Not Jack Horse, John Schmoltz days uh, can. But all six times that Verlander's pitched a World Series game, when he left the game, the team was losing. <laughs> Unbelievable. And you wouldn't that like Justin Verlander. Verlander. Yeah, all six games. Yeah, all six games. When he is taken out of the game, the Tigers or the Astros were losing. Yeah, pretty crazy. Strasburg, I don't know about this injury, but you're telling me, and this is what we did in the first game, Gabe. I actually took your advice, other people's advice. I had the like, Washington, but I also got a reality check after the two games. I had a feeling like you, the Trump, you talk about the Trump stuff and everything. I'm like, Washington, like, this is a nice start, but I don't know if they have the balls to, you know, to finish this thing through. So, you know what I mean? Both, we got good, good situations going on, but I think the Nationals are a must play tonight at plus 160, buddy. You're not going to get Strasburg at that, Bryce. And you said it, Verander struggles. So, I think the Washington offers up a lot of value tonight. I'm going to take a shot. Pretty crazy, actually. One and five. Give up seven runs in this first World Series start. Three runs a second. Five and a third. Third in the fourth start. His start was 2017 uh, with the Astros. And uh, let's bring in uh, Mike Blewett uh, right now. Since uh, here the shuffling uh, going on. <laughs> I shuffle it. Guys got nice suits, but for the love of God, I swear, Mike, you've earned the rep. I know I want to open up by busting your balls first. but And you even said you bought well, it on your do. phone. Like, you, you do actually did that way. It's your show, so you can. <laughs> Man, it sounds like it sounds terrible, Mike. Like, why do you always you sound, sound bad no matter where you are? It's, uh, it's uh, bad luck of this show. Bad, bad mojo of this show. You sound like you're water to me. I just connected through the same thing I talked to you on, or talked to Jared and George on last night. We bailed on that, so now I'm on the phone. Interesting. You bailed on that last night. <laughs> I how he blames, he blames us up, Cam. He blames us up. Yeah. No, I bailed on the Yank. connection. We were having crazy weather that, here, yeah. so I bailed on the connection that I had with Yang. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 all right. Yeah, it is drizzling outside cr- right now, after all. Yeah, it's dreary. <laughs> it's very dreary. After all. <laughs> a little, little drill. But Yang, Yang tells me we're reconnecting with Mike because uh, yeah, it doesn't sound very good. I'm like, yeah, I'd say, yeah, all right. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just prefer the course. Then you come on. Oh, wow. Yeah, it really, really, really does it. All right. It's not, not that bad. 
think they're no, done. I think it's just you were moving. Well, yeah, it was a shuffle. Stop moving around. It's yeah, you stop moving around. Excellent. Yep. You got it. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, Mike. I'm going over Justin Verlander's numbers uh, here. And uh, 33 innings pitched in the World Series, 30 hits, 24 runs, 21 of them earned. 36 strikeouts he's given up, seven home runs. And what's pretty crazy is I talked about this uh, earlier in the day. He actually has one of the worst ERAs in World Series history out of any pitcher that started a minimum five World Series games or more. What do you think happens tonight in this uh, baseball game, Mike? My, I heard Cam right going into the break talking about Strasburg, coming out of the break talking about Strasburg. I feel far more confident in Strasburg than I do Verlander. But at the same time, I already have a wager on the Astros winning in six, and I think they've shut oh. down the Nats for the last few days. So sort of needed to happen tonight. But if I'm resetting or hedging or whatever you want to call it, I feel more confident about Strasburg than I do about Verlander. And, and that's played good enough baseball over the last 125 days, just that they're willing to push at seven. But I do have the Astros in six. I said uh, I was talking about uh, this, about, you know, we talk a lot about this momentum stuff. Man, man. It's baseball, and I've always said that for hitters, it's a lot like golf if you played golf. It's the same yep. thing as betting. You can be great, like, you know, in one in baseball, you can go four for four as a hitter. It doesn't mean you're going to go four for four the next day. You can just as easily exactly. be over for four. And you Very do the true. exact same thing. There's the exact same preparation, the exact same work ethic, yep. and there's, like, an opposite result. Golf. Very, very similar yep. in which you look at golf, like, even, like, you know, even, like, a so weekend true. hacker. Hell, even yep. I've, I've had, like, four goals in a row once. It was, like, the best day ever. Yep. I literally like, it was, like, par, par birdie, par. And I was like, wow. And I thought to myself, if I do this for four holes, I just can't do this for 18. I totally broke down the 11th, and I ended up with a crap-ass score. But if you look at, and I have the numbers here. I was behind there while I was uh, getting this up, trying to find a number. <laughs> but, look, here it is off the top of my head even. Here it is. Washington guys were 7 for 21 with runners in scoring position in games 1 and 2. In games 2, in games 3, 4, and 5, when I got back home, 1 for 21. It's random. So, like, tonight, like, the Astros don't have an advantage coming into the game tonight. I still oh, think they they're going to win the World Series, but like the Nationals very easily be three for six with runners in scoring position tight. Baseball is a crazy sport like that in which every gets so random, Cam. Yeah, that, you brought up a great point about golf. Why is Tiger Woods wins tournaments? Because he's usually consistent. 68, 69, 67, whatever. This is what other guys do. 66, 74. You talk about the inconsistencies going, having three good rounds, always add round. That's yeah. why you got key five or six, not you win the tournament. Excellent point. Take a look at the results, guys. The road team's perfect right now, so there's no home advantage. So basically, low favorite underdogs have won almost every game uh, game of the uh, of this World Series. You're getting great numbers. You're getting Max Scherzer, a guy that's feeling good, at a plus 160 price, a team that's already won the first two. Houston, they might, I agree, though, Mike, with one thing, though. It's a little bit different. Those first two games, they were shell-shocked. They got their act together. But, you know what I mean? All it takes is them to jump on Verlander early and, Hey, maybe we'll go to Game Seven. I'm with you, I, th- I think the exact same thing, and I think price is way too good. Pass up tonight. Excellent point you bring up about the golf comparison too. It's hard to repeat good rounds. It's like betting. Yeah, <laughs> like, can't have day, day, like betting, yep, good right? day, good day, good day, bad day, bad good day. Yeah, you're right. It's up and down like a yo-yo. Excellent. 
Very true. No, like it's, it very really is true. like Mike and it, 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 baseball. Like a baseball player, they're very, very, you know, they're very uh, stingy about their their means. Right? They're yeah. going to they're going to work in the cage. They'll take some batting practice. They'll watch them tape. Like preparation is the same. Yeah, you can go for four. You can go for four. Right? It's the same thing with what we do. I don't ever like mail it in when I do these shows. I prepare in the same way every show. Yep. Some shows are better than others, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's all you can do. I heard someone saying, I screw up the uh, Mike might know it. I screw it up, but it's like coaches talk. But basically, you know, you play one play at a time and you let the, the result like speak for itself. Basically, it's like trust the process and you'll get the result you want. I don't know. There's some sort of little motivational type of thing about putting your head down one step at a time and you'll get hard work pays off uh, type of deal. That's all you can do. It's just funny when I hear people in the media, oh, this team's scared and they need this and they're thinking that. They're not thinking anything, guys. It's their job. They're showing up, they're going to hit baseball, and they either hit it to someone or they don't. They're not thinking, oh, my God, we're about to lose the World Series if I don't get a hit here. That's what the fan is thinking. It's, I really, I've been fascinated by this, Mike, recently. About I know because I know athletes. I've talked to them and stuff. And the, what the fan thinks and what an athlete thinks is two different things. I know it sounds cliche, but I think the fan really is crazier about whether the team wins or not. You know, the player will try as hard as they can and understand that it's a game. And there'll be other games, and they'll try as hard as they can, and they hope for the result. It's not life and death, the players, in the same way it is for the fans. I agree with that completely. I, I think, and it's not that the players don't care. They're obviously trying to play at the highest level and prove themselves, but more to their peers than fans. Uh, obviously, a lot of stuff goes along with yeah, the adulation. Good point. Uh, the cheers yep. are great. But, uh, look, they're playing as hard as they can to prove themselves to their peers, and they're going to up accolades for the betterment of their career and improve themselves to their teammates and the guys that they're playing against. But to your point, baseball is particularly maddening because not only can you go over four versus four for four, you can hit four lasers and go over four, yeah. or you can get lucky <laughs> and go over four. So that's the particular demanding part about baseball. I remember I was at an event one time, and Don Mattingly was speaking, and, and he was a guy during his heyday that was known to be a wizard at the plate. And he talked about that, how he just had to go through preparation, and he was – he even regretted having taken so many swings because later his career broke down to the back of his butt. He talked a lot about that, how you can just get unlucky some days, even if you hit the bar. Hang in there, Mike. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Thank you very much, gang. Mike Blewett requested this little system of the dump. That's what Blewett, uh, Blewett's rocking when he's driving around contemplating his fantasy picks for the week. That's right. <laughs> rage against the machine. Right. What, what, yeah, what is it, Mike Blewett, playlist? Let me guess. I was going to say, I would not have got a thousand chains because 
We busted your balls no, about I'm going kidding. to an Elton John. Uh, oh, no, it was Billy Joel. <laughs> Billy Joel. Billy, Billy Joel, yeah. Billy Joel, Billy Joel the king of New yeah. York City. God, they love that guy. King Cam's like, sell down, not Elton John. Hey, I've seen Elton John concert. I saw How was he? For the record. He put on a good show. He's very good. He's a good artist. Yeah. Music like a candle in the wind. Uh, he's dressed all crazy and stuff. Big glasses, cam, and all that crazy stuff. I saw him in like the Ace. He was still, he's very flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. He was, but I swear to God, uh, this past Friday night, I was on the show in Studio uh, studio 34, Mike. And uh, I don't know. I guess it's basically like Billy Joel just plays every night at Mass G. Like he played last Friday night uh, again. Like this guy really does play and he sells out every time. It's crazy. Like, Every time. This guy plays MSG. A dude, like, plays a subway station. <laughs> like, he can just up and sell MSG. Yeah. He's got a residency at MSG. Yeah, like, like, he generally once a month. Sometimes they do stack them together. But they've raised a banner at MSG for his consecutive sellouts. I think it's over 100. He's doing this for a few years. I went, you know, I, you, got, you guys and I talked about it. Um, I, I took my wife for uh, a birthday or anniversary or something like that, and the place is packed, and it'll be packed as it was last Friday. It'll be packed the next time until he decides to stop. I think he's got probably six to 12 dates out right now, and he just decides when he wants to add more. I like how you sounded like three different ways on this call. That, that was awesome. <laughs> Started out kind of bad, then it's sort of good. Now we're veering sort of into... Sort of reminds me of what you sound like now. It reminds me of listening to the games on the old podcast.com days. Remember, like, the old dial-up internet camera? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Listen to the radio. <laughs> what's funny sort of is, I, like, it's, what's funny, I can barely hear you guys. Really? I believe you guys sound like you're in water to me. No, I know. I, I know. You're right, because I know. I would ask called in, and it. I couldn't hear it. I actually <laughs> thought, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. All right, so what do you think is, you said Alice in Chains. It's a little heavier than I thought would be listening to Mike. I picture you as no, a Dave Matthews band type of guy. <laughs> Come on, well, that's oh, change, huh? that because I have seen I have yeah, seen I say- Dave Matthews. I've seen Dave Matthews fifteen <laughs> times. I will say this though. Of course you have. I would not. See? I would, I'm, not I'm telling you, I'm best though. profiler. <laughs> well, you've seen him fifteen. I would times. not say he's my that's favorite band. That's a lot band, of though. Dave Matthews. Oh, I geez. love Slayer. I've only seen yeah. him like five times. <laughs> like, wow. I got on a run, I got on a run there where, like, for a summer, I saw a whole bunch of shows. I was going with friends to go into concerts. I dated a girl who was into Dave Matthews, so he kept oh, yeah. me get a few more that way. So I've seen him fifteen one. times though. No, let yeah, Cam guess one now. Let's see if Cam can get a band. Hey, guess guess a band. Okay. Uh, what genre? Classic rock or uh, give, give me some? Hey, like, what do you think he's listening uh, to? What do I what do I think Mike listens to? Yeah. Pink Floyd. No, that's no, that's no. too that's too stoner for it. No, uh, no, you're no, right. No. I'm a bad profile. No, no. All right, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll guess. I'll say now. What do you say? John Mayer. I say Mike likes John no, Mayer. Let's rock out to little John Mayer. <laughs> I John Mayer is very. I bet you like Taylor I Swift. Fire, I would not fire him up. I bet you you listen to Taylor Swift, no. but you won't admit now. Catch song. <laughs> no. She's that's pretty my good. wife's. She that's is my good. She's the queen of the hook. So. She really is. I think is you're catchy. not giving me credit <laughs> for being a little bit, a little bit harder. You got to go a little bit harder than Dave Matthews. It's probably the lightest music that I listen to. All right. Uh, you don't like Limp Bizkit and stuff. All right. What did tell us? What we got in no. the yeah. Come on. Come on. Uh, it's, it's mostly 90s. It's like uh, yeah, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots. Those are probably my, my top two. 
Nice, uh, but okay, Foo Fighters, we put Foo Fighters at the top of my list. If you ask any of the producers the songs that I asked to be put on, it's usually Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam, that kind of stuff. I do listen to a surprising amount of hip-hop, perhaps surprising to you. I just kind of grew up listening to it, um, <laughs> living in New York City. Uh, I've called West and, and bands like that. Oh, nice, uh, Mike. Uh, ladies, early 90s. Well, White people of I would consider Carl West my favorite band of all time. Who? What's that? I like the fact that... Uh, Who's your favorite band Trump of all time? West. Oh, wow, Mike. Strong. My buddy's favorite band. He's I like the fact guy. that people in the chat... People in the chat uh, view you as a Coldplay type guy. A Coldplay type guy? <laughs> That's tough. I, it's, I, I don't, I don't mind horrible. saying that, but it's just not accurate. They're all right. Oh, it's elevator yeah, music. Right. Come on, man. Oh. It's, Coldplay on. is like a... Uh, Coldplay is Burger King to U2's McDonald's. <laughs> That's one band. That's I, like Cold, Coldplay. I, I do not like You U2. like that, Mike? I'm probably the band. That, I hate that. I detest yeah. that band. I, I like that comparison. I, I will say this about U2. I've seen U2 in concert five times, and I would put them on my Rushmore personal bands. That's one band I can't stand. God, I hate that band. I know people I don't really know, do hate, hate them. U2. I just grew up. I'm oh, Irish Catholic. Wanna, I'm Irish Catholic them. dude. I grew up with my oh, an older sister that was obsessed with them. So I had posters on my wall. Like she had posters on their wall. We visited castles in Ireland where they had played. So there's a little bit of. Uh, Sort of the heritage uh, intertwined with you, for me. Yeah, I guess. I didn't I, realize, Kim, your hatred for you too. <laughs> Mike Bono, I think he's a, I think he's a hypocrite. I think he's a clown, actually. For, he's for, trying to see the plan. I, uh, yeah, sure he is. With his uh, carbon footprint there, actually, I like the drummer, the guy with the brush guy. Was it Larry Mullen or whatever? He's all right. Yeah, just Larry Mullen. I'm just not. I'm just not a big fan. I, I don't. I used to when I was younger. My brother liked you too. Too. There's something changed in me. When they brought out, like, Zuropa and Lemon and stuff, I, they started putting me in orbit. Then I started hating <laughs> Adam Clayton didn't even get a shout-out. Cam rattled He's off three band members. He doesn't give a bassist any love. Yeah, I know. No, Clayton's good. What's the guitar? Oh, the guitar's name. Yeah, Edge. yeah. Like, you know, you're a musician. You two are good musicians and stuff. I'm just, I don't know what it is, man. Certain bands just rub me, rub me the wrong way. They do. I'll tell you what, you two, as, as Mike uh, alluded to, and I, I'm indifferent. I like I like some of their you know they have some great songs, some great hits. They right? do, but Gold I think I think Mike is right. They are the biggest modern rock band. They are the biggest like longevity records, all tours. Yeah, like I, they are the modern Rolling Stones. Like they are a Beatles. Like the Beatles were the biggest band ever, but they weren't really around that long. The Beatles, they were so big, and it was like so. It was like sorry that had to explode. You know, and they finally had enough of each other. We're out. You know what I mean? And but you two are as big as it gets. Like, you know what I mean? The police are pretty big. The police are. I, yeah. I, the police are great. I prefer the police of you two. I think the the police great music, great history, musicians. But there's very few bands bigger than you two in this world. In the history of music, there's very yeah, few I bands. Agree. I'm telling you, dude. There's not many many bands can that can pick up a phone, tell a promoter, we want to play 52 football stadiums this summer. Yeah. Book and it. They say sure. Yeah, no, I don't know if you can feel it. Book it. Book it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like the Rolling Stones. Like I remember Mike here like earlier in the football season, the Rolling Stones played here like three times in the span of ten days. Sold out every time basically. Yeah. There's only very few bands that have that sort of I told you this juice. at the time. I, I saw the Stones fifteen years ago. And I was like, man, I can't believe they're still doing it. And I said that 15 years ago, and they're still doing it. Wow, Mike. Yeah. Never go, you're I a know. concert goal. This guy goes to a lot of shows, Marissa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike I see a lot of yeah, Very impressed. He gets I, up I, I a couple of 100 concerts easy. 
Wow. Now, I used to go like see that a, night, but that changed. <laughs> me too. I used to have three artists like multiple. I was I worked in the music business too, Mike. So I was in a I still am in a band. But did you see my uh you see my wheat uh Mike last night? I got upgraded to court stuff. Pretty cool. I was oh, in there right nice. next to Pete Davidson well of SNL. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, yeah, How did that uh, work out? Yep. Looked over. I'm, Davidson I'm was right there. Between. Yeah, yep. um, Noah Syndergaard was getting drunk with John nice. McEnroe. Hey, Thor. Yeah, they were all hammered. With who? Yeah, big dude. John, John McEnroe. What John McEnroe. Oh, nice. John McEnroe and Syndergaard. I bet they get in trouble over I was kind of scammed. Yeah, I'd be jealous. I was like, wow. I've made it. I'm courtside at MG. I'm sitting on celebrity. I was on, we were like celebrity rug. I'm like, holy shit, Davidson's right, right there. And then I look at a buddy beside me. He's like, man, no one heard. And uh, John McEnroe was hammered. He jumped to everyone laughs. They won. He actually won a U.S. Open. He was like hugging people and taking pictures with people. Like, I was thinking, man, I got to be in that party. What, you know? Go out, Noah oh, yeah. Syndergaard on McEnroe getting blasted. Great. Uh, <laughs> I'd yeah, be like, that was going, going to strip club. Where are we going? Flashers. Let's go. <laughs> it's to be hard. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sidgard, big, big dude. In real life, you're like, wow, this guy's big. Um, all right, uh, my show, NFL trade deadline uh, came and went. Kind of, I guess, he believed. Uh, just like retired instead of playing for the Dolphins. I guess it's better than shooting uh, himself like he's done before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, as soon as I saw that trade, I didn't think he would uh, spend much time in Miami. So we'll see what, how it all flushes yeah, out. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, they, I, I didn't think he's going to like being on that side. Just a salary dump. You know, they're going to sign, uh, you know, yeah. they're going to sign uh, Ramsey long-term. got to get rid of the leap contract. Yeah. yeah. The time the time to come for a heat lead. Uh, career. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers won last night. Uh, the Miami Dolphins yeah. covered the number. Game stays under on prime time. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers are uh, taking things one week at a time and uh, won a football game they were supposed to win last night. Yeah, another road dog uh, covers the well, I think what I've said on our view, guys, obviously, and on other shows, is I, I think you've seen a very clear movement towards the way they want to try to win games. You're going to try to win with defense, and I think it extends this year. It's the reason for the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. I think the fact that the defense was losing games for them the last uh, since Ryan Shazier got hurt up until earlier this year, I think didn't sit well with a lot of people within the organization. So they tighten things up, and they're playing without Stephon too. It was a big piece of their defense for the rest yeah. of the year. I think you're seeing this attacking style of defense is something they're comfortable with, no matter who the quarterback is. Rudolph looked awful well, in the first no, half. That was bad. He looked real shit. In the first first 20 minutes, it was rough, but he pulled it together. It he did. Got to give him credit. He bounced back. It's amazing, though. It's amazing, though, how, how soon and quickly quarterbacks are just in today's day and age, guys. It's crazy. Like, if you go back in time, yeah. you know how many offers wouldn't have made it? They wouldn't have made exactly. it. Exactly. Dude, Troy Aikman was 1-15 as a rookie. The yeah, guy got right. murdered. Elon Manning. Elon Manning. Elon Manning led the NFL in interceptions. So did Peyton Manning. Yeah. Both Manning yep, yeah. led the lead in interceptions as rookies. Nowadays, you'd be like, oh, they suck. You'd be like, Josh Rosen, we're dropping something out. Thanks, Mike. Blue. You can start. Have a good one, Mike. The second start. Good off the game. Don't take your guys. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made.
Yang had to mix things up, man. The playlist was getting a little too uh, much blue with it. Dave Matthews. <laughs> but maybe next. Uh... I see Dave Matthews like what... 15 times. I'm like, what? Yeah, he goes, oh, I'm not a big 15. I, I'm like, wow, man. That chick really, uh, he must have been dating a granola chick. Uh, hippie, hippie women love Dave Matthews, right? They just love that. Whoa, oh, he's so dreamy. He's always got that, so got that voice, eh? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, man. I'm guy's not a good my musician. Thing. Yeah, it's not my thing. I can play a lot yeah, of instruments, yeah. though. I'll give it, I'll give any music credit because I just, like can't even play anything yeah, yeah. but smoke on the water. So I'm not gonna rip anybody for being on. I just I just really don't like his style. Gabe, his stuff's a little bit too uh, rainforesty for me. <laughs> I don't even remember the last concert I was at. I mean, either. Oh, I really the don't. Last concert. I saw Dinosaur Junior. Actually, that was the last show I saw at a bar. Uh, uh, where was it? In Toronto. It might have been Lee's Palace or something like that. One of those places. Yeah, but uh, I don't go out much anymore. Two years like, ago? Yeah, two years ago. Me and my buddy went. Yeah, that was the last time we've seen, like, he moved away and stuff. It was like, oh, that, yeah, so two years ago is the last show I've seen. I used to go, like, kind of like you, like, every night, catch two or three acts a week. Like, it used to be a thing that I did. Go play pool, go go out, you know, have some drinks, go watch a concert. Uh, things just changed over time. I just, what am I doing? We're doing shows and stuff. I don't have time to get drunk and run around town anymore. You know? <laughs> I'm just... I'm just realizing, like, the only, like, live band I've seen, I'm like, yeah, I saw, I'm like, oh, where did I see that band? And I realized, I'm like, oh, yeah, the casino. <laughs> I've seen some band at casinos. <laughs> but never, I haven't seen, like, a real band. Yeah, I've seen bands, like, in the background of casino. Like, no, I even sat down. I had, like, some band at Atlantic City when I was there. It would be good. I watched, I was like, yeah, these guys are pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, for uh, casino-quality music, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know, like you said, I'm on every night. Like, I don't know, like... Uh, I always say I'm going to go to a show, and I never do. It's sort of like a movie. I hyped up the Joker movie for like a year. Can't wait to see the Joker movie. I haven't done it yet. With you, when do I have to be out to go to a movie? Exactly. I haven't seen a movie in years. We're busy people. Beautiful and busy people. All right. Picks next. Picks.